This is Gracelyn Keller with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and I'm excited today to be joined by Molly Gamble. Molly, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I would love for you to introduce yourself and then talk about some of the key trends and stories that you are following currently. Sure. Thank you so much, Grace. Molly Gamble, I am Vice President of Editorial Becker's Healthcare. And today, Grace, I come with one overarching and kind of a big story that has a few different moving parts, but I think the most tongue-in-cheek way I would frame it is what the FTC. Um, I wanted to spend a bit of time today touching on a few different developments over the past week related to one of what I find the most interesting agencies of government that really wields great power over healthcare, and that is the FTC or the Federal Trade Commission. Um, on February 16th, the FTC celebrated the news that two New York health systems, State University of New York Upstate Medical University and Krauss Health System were abandoning a merger they had proposed in April of 2022 that came after the FTC voiced dissent to this merger and opposition to it. So that was one more deal. There's been several over the past year in which health systems abandoned proposed mergers after the FTC pushed back. There were others that occurred in Rhode Island, in New Jersey, also, last summer, a deal between HCA Healthcare and Steward was abandoned after the FTC intervened. So this deal in New York being tossed after an FTC intervention is just one more to the list. And then here we are a few days later, Grace, and there's a front page story on the Wall Street Journal this morning noting that Amazon will be able to close its purchase of one medical without any legal challenge from the FTC. Uh, an agency spokesperson told the journal that the agency won't sue in time to block the deal, but will continue to investigate it. So there may be some retroactive action taken, but nonetheless, interesting to see just a few days apart, some relatively smaller health systems have to abandon a deal due to the FTC. And then days later, some really big behemoths in the industry completing a, a deal in Amazon buying a line of primary care clinics. Um, without challenge from FTC. So I, I kind of wanted to poke around a little bit and, and talk about the agency if, if I can and just some of the inner workings that I think makes it more interesting than it might seem on its surface. So broad strokes, the DOJ, Department of Justice and FTC have been really active in challenging mergers and acquisitions under the Biden administration. In about the two years since January 1st, 2021, the agencies have attempted to block 22 deals across all industries. And just for comparison, that is twice as many as President Donald Trump's first two years. And it also outnumbers the challenges that were made during the first two years of President Barack Obama's first term. So it's a, a hyperactive FTC, if you will. Um, behind those numbers are some changes to the composition of the FTC that are worth noting. This agency is made up of five commissioners. It's each commissioner is nominated by the president, confirmed by the Senate, and then they serve for seven years. And so in May, the FTC, um, I'm sorry, the Senate confirmed the fifth commissioner's FTC, and it was a, a third Democrat, which meant that with that third Democrat, Lena Khan, the chair, who is a big critic of big tech, she's an advocate for stronger antitrust regulation, she gained a lot of latitude with that Democrat being appointed. Um, just last week, one commissioner who was appointed by Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, Christine Wilson, announced that she will be leaving the agency. She wrote an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal explaining her rationale and ultimately blamed Ms. Lena Khan for her departure. 
um, saying that she does not believe that the agency is rightfully imposing limits of its jurisdiction and is abusing its power. So in addition to a lot of challenges coming up for hostels and houselessness from the agency, there's also a lot of drama within the agency itself. Um, and, and that's something that's relatively unusual because it is a, a, a body of the government that you don't typically read a lot about in terms of backroom drama, tension, conflict, people resigning and writing why for the Wall Street Journal. So it's something that I've been watching pretty closely and continually interested by. I mean, this morning on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, this is definitely an interesting situation that we'll all be following. Thank you so much for having me, Grace.